Well, let's welcome back Coach Tresky. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Uh, I do, yeah. We're, we're coming off, uh, you know, a tough game, uh, emotional game against Concordia last week, and was really proud of, of how we fought. Obviously, we, we came up short, but um, just excited about, about how this group's going to finish as a team. You know, I really, really love our attitude, uh, the way that we've worked hard for each other, and um, we got a great opportunity to, to show what we can do against a good Benedictine team. So we're, we're working to finish the year the right way. So, as you mentioned, tough loss against uh, Concordia this last weekend. What was your overall thoughts on the contest? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the, the 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 overwhelming consensus on our staff was just they, they did a much better job handling the line of scrimmage um, than we did. And it's unfortunate because we felt like we had, we had a bit of an advantage on the edges, um, you know, and it was a, I don't know if, if anyone's listening. The weather was pretty crazy, so some of those those edge game plans that we have get harder harder to execute. And so you get exposed pretty quick. You got to find out how complete are you as a football team? Can you win games in, in that type of weather? And um, you know, I thought Concordia responded really really well. Um, you know, we fought back um, at the end of the second quarter and, and made it a tight game and came out of half thinking, you know, if we can. If we can slow them down in the third and get to the fourth with the wind at our backs, we feel really good. And unfortunately, they just they surge just quick. Um, and it's a it's a credit to them and their staff and their team. You know, they're very senior heavy, and when you can tell those kids worked hard and really wanted an opportunity to, to play for for you know a rivalry trophy and all that stuff. And and we just we didn't finish, but we definitely learned a lot. And, and like I told our guys, I, I, I felt like we left everything we had on the field, which just unfortunately on Saturday it wasn't enough. Another big performance by Justin Parbs for you. It must be kind of a, a nice crutch, I'll use the word for the moment, to feel like when the offense needs to get into some rhythm, you can depend upon a guy like that. It, it helps for sure. I mean, he's, he's been our most reliable guy. Um, and we've talked every week just about his work ethic and all those things. But, you know, we really truly ch trust Justin. And um, I think that was seen fully on Saturday. If, you know, with, with the weather the way it was, some of our pass game was really affected. And, We've been dabbling a little bit in some kind of wildcat sets and stuff like that, and so Justin um, really stepped up. We did it more extensively on Saturday than we than we had, and you know he burst a, a big touchdown open out of it in the third and, and did some really great things. So he, he always fights hard. Um, he's kind of the emotional pulse of the program, and, and all the guys kind of follow suit. So really proud of him, and just looking forward to seeing him play one more time. It's been fun to watch him. Ty Castillo with a ridiculous 18 tackles for you on Saturday. He looked like he was all over the field. He really was, man. He, he played his heart out. You know, Ty's, Ty's been beat up. Um, you know, he's, he's had a knee injury the last couple of weeks. He was playing with a, a beat-up knee you know, throughout this game, too. So for him to, to have 18 tackles and, and be just about everywhere on the field, I mean, he was chasing down verticals. He was getting stretch plays, you know, fitting the backside of counter, you know, he he was everywhere, um, and, and just I'm proud of Ty. He, he's always been a kid that plays really hard but has become more of a leader, um, stepped into that role. And, um, you know, for him, for Justin, for all these seniors that we have, man, this is one more go-around, and it's, it's, it's uh, really a, a unique day, right? In one respect, you're excited. You can't wait to strap it up. And the other, it's kind of this bittersweet thing. You know it's, it's the last time you will. And so – I'm um, looking forward to seeing those guys compete and our, our team honor honor them and the rest of the seniors with how we play. Your players of the game. 
Uh, well, you mentioned Ty. Ty definitely was. 18 tackles um, is, is insane. Um, he just did so many good things for us. Um, Cam Gray was the scout old player of the week. We, you know, Cam has been doing a great job at the running back position, running hard. Um, he's always been a good edge runner, but he's learned how to be a more in-between-the-tackles in guy, lower pad level, um, just pushes the defense week in and week out, and so we're excited for him. Um, offensively, yeah, obviously Justin had, had a good day. We also thought Javi Murillo um, stepped up, had made some big plays, had, had a touchdown, a bunch of big screens, um, stepped up in the backfield as well. Um, so he was he was our offensive player of the week, and then uh, Jaden Smith was our scout D player of the week. We have a, we've had a few D linemen um, on scout D, just working and working every single week, and he just seems to keep getting better. His, his future is so bright. We're excited about him, um, and he, he pushes our group every week. Uh, I'm watching film right now of him, and it's 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 making things tough on us on, in practice, which is good. It helps us get ready for Saturdays. Uh, special teams, Sam Hiker. Um, Another freshman running back for us, kind of a, one of the more versatile players on the team. Can just do a little bit of everything. He's fast, he's quick, he's aggressive, he's physical, um, super smart, and just he always does a great job in, in all of our special teams units. And then our Warrior of the Week is Alex Springer. Um, Alex, you know, is, is a defensive lineman senior for us that beyond what he's done as a player, you know, he started multiple games on both sides of the ball and done some good stuff as, as a football player. He's just been a really great leader. Um, he's our academic captain. He does a lot with tutoring and making sure that the guys are getting what they need for the classroom. Um, he's a phenomenal student himself, and I have no doubts there's going to be some day where Alex is probably running a business and inventing some really, really cool things uh, that are going to help a lot of people. But in the meantime, he's just been a really good leader for us. And so he was our Warrior of the Week, and uh, just excited to see him go out one more time as well. This week you take on Benedictine, who are 6-3. and three. They've lost their last two games, including kind of a surprising loss to Concordia Chicago last week. Your thoughts on this contest? Yeah, that, that, that was an interesting score. Um, you know, it's, it just shows you every, every Saturday you can't play the game on paper. I think if you looked at it on paper, you know, Benedictine was the favorite, but um, some win conditions, some special teams play, and some line of scrimmage stuff just let, you know, Concordia Chicago um, come out with the win. And so I'm really curious to see how they respond. I think Coach Schrader um, has done a great job with that program. I um, really respect, you know, the way he gets his players ready to play on Saturdays. Um, I, I know this is not the, the way they envisioned their season going um, or ending. You know, they, they were – it was really between them and Aurora as the preseason favorite. Um, you know, their starting quarterback is, is a phenomenal football player that got hurt in the St. Norbert game, and uh, I think that definitely was an emotional letdown for their program. And, and they've just been trying to figure out, like, you know, okay, how do we respond um, without him um, because he's a special player. So curious to see, you know – their emotions. It's senior day. It's the last game. It's, it's you know they're not playing for a bowl game or a playoff. So how do they respond to that? Um, and you know there's, there's a possibility that their starter may may come back and play this week. So does that give them some some resiliency or, or you know making them feel a little bit better about um, their chances and, and want to put him off on the on the right note? So uh, it's it, it'll be an interesting Saturday. And they always are interesting. This is going to be an interesting one for us for sure. Now, their defense has struggled a little bit over the last three, four weeks. Do you see things that they're doing that you feel you could take advantage of without obviously giving away your game plan? Um, well, the first thing I'll say, I mean, they're always incredibly sound. So I, I, I think 
you know, like I said, Coach Trader does a great job. I know he's done, you know, had his hand in the defense for a while, um, and we've coached against each other for years. He always has his guys ready to play, and they rarely surrender huge chunk plays. They're going to make you have to drive the field and be consistent. Um, you know, there are some things that we see on film that we think may, may help us or, or play to our advantage, um, but there, there's, not, there's no, you know, easy weak link in the defense, both schematically or personnel-wise. They've got a a big, strong defensive line, you know, a couple linebackers that play in, inside pretty well, pretty tough. Safety play is pretty good. Um, you know, they, they do some good things. So, you know, we're going to do everything we can to dictate um, dictate the flow of the game with some of our looks and some of our pace and all that kind of stuff. And it uh, should be fun to see just how they, they, how they adjust and how, how we kind of respond back and forth. Last year was a, a shootout. It was a lot of fun. And uh, hopefully we can do some good things again. So your last game with this group of seniors, I believe that this is one of the last two groups that you did not actually recruit yourself. So t- tell me a little bit about the seniors and, and uh, you know, your thoughts about them as they're heading out the door for their final game. So, yeah, it's, it's really weird. We had our senior night two weeks ago in October. It's about one of the only times that will happen, um, just the way that the home games fell and all that stuff. And so we after our, our last home game, we always do a senior reception. And um, – you had a chance to be with all just the seniors and their parents and family and stuff and, and just reminisce and talk about each of the guys and some memories that we've had and, and just enjoy time together. And one of the things I'll, I will always appreciate about this group is the way that they, they truly received me with open arms and bought into what we're trying to build here. Um, they understood it was going to be a process. You know, I've said everything, everyone wants change to happen overnight and Sometimes the change that's taking place you can't see on the outside, but it's happening on the inside. And that's that's something that I think we've really witnessed over the last couple of years because of these seniors. Um, they've understood that, that our goal is really to transform you know, our culture into a culture that, that's built on playing for each other for four straight quarters, so it's showing love in our actions on and off the field, um, living out that John 15, 13. And, um, because of that, you've seen a lot of our younger players really develop and mature. You've seen um, a change in, in not just, you know, the way we've played, but how we've played. Um, and it's, it's been great to see. I, I'm really proud of this group. Uh, I'm thankful for all the time that we've had. And, you know, I can't say it enough, you know, how excited I am to see them compete one more time um, with each other and for each other. Well, let's jump into fan questions this week, and we'll start with Joseph. He says, Coach, great last four games you guys have been playing. The team really seems to be getting it. What do you do to try to get the team more in sync in the first five weeks, or is that always going to be a problem because of incorporating new players and having players graduate? Um, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be as big of a problem as it was this year for us. We, we had a lot of transition, um, at, especially up front. Um, which is is the spot where like games are won or lost, no matter how spread you know offenses get and all those kinds of things. Like football games are won or lost in the box, right at the line of scrimmage. And um, you know, unfortunately, we had a really unique circumstance where we had four or five guys that we thought were going to be able to compete for us um, that for a wide variety of reasons we didn't have. And so we got to camp, and it was like, okay, we're, we're we're going to be starting, you know, with a lot of new guys or guys that are have been in our program but haven't had a chance to be a significant tr- contributor, um, or guys that you know played but in, in kind of a rotational role that now have to be the leader. 
And so that took some time, and it took some time against some good opponents. Um, you know, we, we opened our year with, with a couple of the stronger opponents that you're going to see. Um, Lake Forest is a you know, perennial playoff team. Carroll University does a great job. They're one of the top teams in, in a really good league. Um, and so you, you don't get a chance to just kind of ease your way in. you got to be ready to fight from day one. And so our goal is to make sure that that, that transition is much quicker um, in the future. Um, and that, you know, I think a lot of it will be retention and recruiting and the way that we're developing our guys. So, Phil would like to know, what is your favorite theological question to talk about from the Bible, and why is that your favorite? My favorite theological question. Um, man. I don't know if I have, like, a favorite now. I know when I was a, y- a younger Christian, my, the, the big debate I used to have with my friend, we always used to, to, to debate about, like, pre- predestination versus free will um, and just, like, what our role is in, in our relationship with God. And, you know, it's a, it's a very unique topic because, obviously, God is, is omniscient and he is overall. Um, he, his will is done, but he also allows us to have a part to play. And so that dynamic is very is very unique. Um, you know, I, I think as a younger a younger Christian, I really struggled understanding that. And and the more I think I've, I've understood like the role of the Holy Spirit and and how he he draws us near to to God and how we you know our our acceptance into faith is really a response to the call of the Holy Spirit. I think allows that helps me understand it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I think. It's just a, a unique thing. Where he, God is outside of time, space, or history, right? So he's not bound by the things that we are. And so sometimes when we try to understand them on our terms, it, it, um, it's difficult for us, for sure. Renee would like to know if you always saw yourself coaching one day when you were younger. I did not um, at all, actually. I, I, was, I, I wanted to play as long as I could. Um, I always enjoyed like helping my teammates or, you know, teaching them when I was out, you know, I remember being in practice and trying to help the younger guys like understand what we were doing and stuff like that. But I never thought I was going to, you know, be a full-time coach or make that, you know, that was going to be a calling on me and, and stuff like that. Um, but God works in amazing ways. And, you know, after my playing days were done, played a little arena football. Um, yeah, I'd, had a call. I got a call from my old high school coach to come and come and coach and help them out, and um, it's just an unbelievable experience. Just really trying to help people discover the gifts um, that they've been given, things that are are beneath the surface that they might not even see in themselves, and helping them learn how to use those gifts not just for their own benefit, but for the benefit of other people. I think that's the best part of football, is right? It, it teaches you how to be dependent on one another. Um, that's such a great life lesson. And so, um, yeah, God called me into coaching that way. And it's been a really crazy, I mean, that's a whole nother show like, of, of how he called me in and kept me in coaching. Cause there was a lot of times where it didn't make any sense, uh, for me to continue, but he just kept making a way. And ultimately he brought me back here to my alma mater and has allowed me to, to be able to use this, this game and this program as a ministry for, for him to glorify him. So next we have a parent who would like to remain anonymous. Uh, okay. He says, Coach, Coach, there are a lot of parents who would like to tell you that we are very pleased with the way that you have coached these young men 
We feel that the program is headed in the right direction and that you were definitely the right person for the job. Thank you for your dedication and for your love for our sons. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I I love our parent group. One, one thing we, we've tried to be more intentional about this year, because they care so much, is engaging our parents and letting them know how much we appreciate them and care about them and, and want them to feel like they can be a, involved and connected with one another. And It's a different dynamic here. Our, our team is made up of guys from states all around the country. And so you have parents that have been involved with their kids, right, from peewee, bobblehead-looking football, you know, when they were five or six, all the way up through the end of high school. And um, we wanted them to feel like, you know what, if you make the decision to commit to Wisconsin Lutheran and be a part of our program, like your connection to your son and to that part of the journey um, doesn't have to end. It'll look different because they're in college and they're becoming more independent, but you still will have a community here. And, and they've just really fully embraced that. Um, you know, we pray with our parents. Our parents tailgate together. They give dining recommendations and meet up, you know, at different times and transportation stuff together. I mean, it's do all this cool stuff that it's a really amazing group. Um, I'm very privileged to be their, you know, their son's coach and, and thankful for their trust. Um, so that, I really appreciate that, that comment. And your words of wisdom for the week. All right. So words of wisdom, we, we went through, um, every time it's always a little bit of a response to, to where our team is at. And, and one thing I said, I could sense, obviously the guys were frustrated on Saturday, but I wanted to remind them that, that God's word tells us that even, even difficult moments in life, tough circumstances, um, are, can be what God is going to use to propel us to where he needs us to be in the future, right? God doesn't want us to stay the same. He wants us to keep growing and keep pursuing ultimately him and the gifts that he has um, planted within us, right, to, to, to cultivate those for other people. So we went through the story of Joseph, and it's a long story that I don't want to bear, you know, bog people down with, but ultimately the, the verse that we anchored in was um, Romans 8, 28. And, it's, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. I think that's a verse that we, we love when, uh, when you know, something great happens in our life, right? You, you have a, a big moment, something to celebrate, and you can think about how God is definitely blessing you in that moment, but he can even bless you through your trials. Those trials can, can sharpen you and grow you in ways that you never imagined and prepare you for something else. So even though Saturday was a trial for us and we've had other trials throughout this season, uh, my, my reminder to our guys is that, um, God is preparing us for something greater, and it might not even be football-related, and we just got to embrace those things, learn, grow, and, and keep keep showing love like he loves us. Fantastic. Coach Tresky, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate it.